Be you got a, you got a beautiful you got a beautiful picture over here of your daughter, and you've got year five fucking ribbons behind. <laughs> you. Like, what is that about? Come on, son. Oh, can you ask him what was what he was more proud of <laughs> having a daughter or getting first place in captain ball and tunnel ball in the same year? What was a higher the same year? It is that's kind of like Giannis getting D point MVP in the same year. Like it's basically the, it's kind of like Jordan. It's kind of like Bo Jackson. <laughs> And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. It is your boys, Matty B, straight out of ISO. And I'm sitting here with Locke, also straight out of ISO. What doing, my guy? Not much, brother. You are patient zero, I think. I am patient zero. Of our of our immediate group, I'm patient zero. You are patient zero. Don't go near Matt, Matty B. He will infect you. No, nah, not anymore. I'm, uh, no more symptoms. I'm still in ISO. I'm still doing the right thing. Um, but uh, yeah, no more symptoms. Oh, and, I wasn't uh, talking about infecting COVID. There's a whole list of infected. <laughs> COVID's at the bottom, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I uh, I'm not gonna lie. I listened back to our our uh, episode from last Tuesday. If you haven't checked that out, please go and check that out. Um, you can find us on all your major fucking podcast places, whatever you want to call them. Um, on the socials at Fifth and Dribble. Yep, yep, lovely, good plug, love to see it. And uh, also leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. Um, yeah, I was listening back and fuck, man, I sounded like death. Like I actually sounded like death. I could hear the COVID like in my system. It was fucked. That was, that was when you started, that's just when you were sick, wasn't it? Yeah, so so we narrowed it down. Uh, as I said, there was an outbreak at work. Um, but the the nurse lady on the phone said that I probably got it on Thursday. And then I didn't get symptoms until like Sunday. So apparently the symptoms take like three days to fucking exercise or whatever. And then we did the show Monday night and I was like, like that night I had like fucking, and I, you know, disclaimer award, I don't want to fucking scare anybody, but I had like fucking night terrors, like cold sweats. I woke up in the middle of the night, like literally just like shaking. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, bro, I know it's serious, but just imagine. Bro, it like, was you fucked. describing this is just like, Bro, it was fucked. I was just like, imagine I was like you have this meltdown. Bro, I was, absolutely was. So I, I did, you know, did the normal flu thing and popped a couple of panties before I uh, before I went to bed. And um, I was panties, not zannies, by the way. Oh, sure, but fucking, <laughs> I wouldn't have been waking up with cold sweats. <laughs> I wouldn't have been waking up with fucking days. If oh, I you'd have been panties. all right, bro. Um, so yeah, so popped a couple of panties and then, um, and like the sore throat was starting to come in and, and all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, at like two 30 in the morning, I was fucking, I woke up shaking, just absolutely shaking. Um, like, that's what happened after my first, um, my first shot. You yeah. Know, I went to hospital after my first shot. That was exactly Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's up, like, shaking, uncontrollable. I thought my head was going to explode, bro. Bro. hundred percent. And like tough. I was sweating yeah. too. Yeah, and I was, I was cold. Yeah. I was so cold, yeah. but like I was like sweating. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And mine didn't mine didn't get better for like three or four days. And I got a fever. Yeah, so yeah, so I had that I had that for a couple of days. Um, and then I just had like this bitch of a sore throat the entire time. Um, but uh yesterday I woke up, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh today woke up again, nothing. Like a bit of a gotta clear my throat out cough, but they reckon that st- stays around for like a month. So Jesus. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this disease. We're not fucking doctors. I know you don't want to hear it. You didn't fucking come here for this. You came here for really shit bands and really shit takes. So let's get into that. Um, the biggest takeaway of the last, you know, seven days, and we missed you. I hope you missed us. But uh, the biggest takeaway of the last seven days is is Christmas. Christmas Day Happy games. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. Hey, the big man looking out on a party for all. Bruh, it was, I was one of those sickos that got up for the 4am for the games. Um, nah, I, I sat through that's... and it was, it was Atlanta, New York. So I, I didn't know how I was going to feel going through yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's touchy, mate. That's yeah. That's dicey. I'm glad I, I got up though, doing because it was a game. It was a scoring fest. You know, Campbell Walk was at it. I mean, he only had 10, but he had first Christmas day, triple double um, for a Nick. Sorry. Um, it was, you know, no Trey Young, but um, Obi Toppin was getting up, going between the legs. It was, it was a game and a half. It was a fucking game and a half. John Collins and, and Julius Randle were absolutely battling. What did, uh, what did you see that you liked from this Atlanta New York game? I always like. I know they didn't win. Um, I know he didn't play like amazingly the last few weeks, but Julius Randle, man, he's mm. so fun to watch when he's on fire. Yeah, bro. It's yeah, so bro. fun. Like, just I think they need a. Um, I think they need another playmate. Like. A pure point guard out there to help him out with some of the playmaking. Yeah, but yeah when he's 100%. on fire, man, he's so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, but yeah, he had. I think he had twenty five and twelve. Yeah, he had a twenty five yeah. piece, which is yeah, yeah, and he had it going on all fronts too. Like he had the he had the jab, he had the back down, he had the he had the threes going, and, and as you said, it's just it's really really nice. To well, see. When when his threes are falling, he's such a hard guy to defend, man. You have to come out and yeah. like. And he's got to he's got to remain aggressive. I think that's mm. the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing with them. And I mean, Tibbs even said it. I think at uh, three quarter time, he was like, "When he's aggressive, like we're a completely different team. When him and you know, when him and Kemba are looking for their shot, we're we're a completely different team." So it was uh, it was really love to see, lovely to see. Um, you know, other notable guys, Evan Fournier, he had fifteen. He, he did his thing. Quentin Grimes went five for five from behind the arc, or or I think he at least made five threes. He had he had fucking fifteen points as well. Uh, Obadiah Toppin. Big Obi Wan Kenobi. He uh, he chipped in thirteen, and as I said, went between the legs. Gave us a little Christmas Day present. Um, but then we have got a couple of who's. Do you have you ever heard the name Matt Mooney? No, I have not heard the name. Uh, Matt I know, Mooney. right? What color is Who? Matt Mooney? Uh, you tell me. I do know. Try I just and looked guess. him up. Oh, okay. I know that he is, in fact, a white Matthew. He is a white Matthew. A white Matthew Mooney. Um, so yeah, that's a you know little impromptu who for you guys. But I mean, we saw some good things from from Atlanta. Delon Wright, he had a game. He's been struggling to shoot the ball lately, and to see him put up twenty was really really good. Uh, and he moved the ball around a little bit too, getting it to you know John Collins and Cam Reddish. Um, there was just no real no real standout for the Hawks, and I mean that's really tough when when you're you know superstar, your marquee guy Trey Young is out due to protocols. You need that next guy to stand up, and and no one really did. And I think that's just what did the Hawks in. I think so, but it was also awesome, uh, awesome seeing make him dance Lance back. Oh yeah, Lance Stevenson. born ready, <laughs> born ready, yeah, born ready. Nah, it's lovely to see. When's the last time he played? It was in. Eh, had to be in a Lakers jersey when Three LeBron years first ago, got there. Two years ago. Yeah, when LeBron first got there, he like, had, he's he been out the league team. a while. And guys, yeah. he's still getting hit up. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of uh, makes you think, who's who's next? 
You know, I saw J.R. Smith come out and he was like, hey, my number ain't changed. Yeah, like, I might be playing I, golf now, but... You know what? I reckon he could still probably play J.R. Bro, 100, you could spot him up in the corner. He might end up in a Lakers jersey again. He might, actually. Speaking, of, jerseys, speaking of jerseys, though, why did we go away from Christmas Day jerseys? I don't know, but, but I do like that Atlanta and it seemed that like Atlanta and New York were getting into it because they both rocked their city edition jerseys mm. and it was sick to see them in different jerseys like Atlanta in that in that yellow, yellow. with the hawk yeah. on the front I like and the black we Knicks love jersey those, those Knicks jerseys those Knicks black jerseys they're like black Air Force energy oh like man. just uh, I don't know the Christmas Day jerseys were sick like I've got well actually I don't have it anymore it was stolen by friend of the show Shawnee my Christmas Day Pazingas. Christmas Day Pazingas. Yeah, he sent me a snap in it the other day, the dog. What a dog. I know somewhere I've got a Christmas Day. you got a cat, don't you? Andrew Wiggins. Oh, that's hot. Andrew Wiggins. It's Dane's with the, with the cat, isn't it? Yeah, I think Dane's got the cat. But uh, yeah, in that that's- cream with the with the blue yeah, cursive. that's oh, hot, yeah. bro. Yeah. It, we'll have it's to mad. find those. We'll have to whip those out or something. Get the Christmas days. I'll have to give Shawnee another spray about stealing my clothes. Mine will be mine will be in the attic here. Oh, maybe that's what I should get dad to do while I'm still on ISO. I get him to get that my box of jerseys down and just have a little have a little dive. You know, yeah. Get a couple out. I'll be going through mine. Do? I rocked my Doug McDermott yesterday. Dougie McBuckets. Big Druzy hit me up for one of them the other day. He's like, Oh, if you ever see a Doug McDermott Bulls jersey, hit me up. <laughs> I want to get it. And I was like, I know we're one, the only one. In the only is. one. That's the only one. one. <laughs> yeah. Probably fit him too. I don't know. It might be a bit snug. Ooh. Shout out, Drew. Shout out, Druzy. <laughs> Shout out, Druzy. Uh, anyway, Drew, you and I, we need to have a conversation next time I see you. You cannot yeah, be hanging okay, up your okay. primary I think it's time. Awards. No, yeah, I think it's time we bring this up to the people. All right. Can you, uh, can before you... we move on to Boston, Milwaukee. All right. So I, and and shout out to my parents for having me on uh, on lockdown and in prison. But I'm currently in Big Druzy's room because this is where the only TV is in the back half of the house. And he has his primary school participation ribbons hanging up in the room, which begs the question, when, when do you take, like, what's the statute of limitations on your school achievements? Now I know Drew didn't go all the way to the end of school and you know, some people don't, that's fine. Do you? Okay. But hanging up your primary school stuff still like, come on, that stuff. Can can you let the people know how old is big Drewsy? Big Drewsy is 21. Yes. He's 21. And granted, he hasn't lived in this room for a little while. It's not long enough that I'd like to put that on the air, but he hasn't lived <laughs> in this room for a bit. You would have thought, and, and you brought this up before the show, you would have thought packing them up in, in his childhood home, our old house, and then transporting them, and then the conscious effort to then unpack them, display them, and I know for a fact that they've moved since he's lived here, so they've gone through three or four exchanges and yeah. they're still out. It is hard. That that first conscious effort's tough. That second move where you've got them off the wall and you where it's easier just to pack them away than it is to re-display them. Yeah. Yeah. Get, are they all put them in there? Put them in there. Hey. What what's the So okay, so we've got one. a first here for year five boys captain ball. All right. I don't know what captain ball is, but sure. You know what Captain Ball is? It's Captain Ball. So so you're in like a like a tunnel formation thing 
and you you pass it. So there's someone at the front that's like six feet away, and you pass it to the guy, and then he passes back and he drops, and then he passes. Oh to the guy yeah, I know. He passes. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then there's a dude all the way at the end. You got to yeet it, and then he's got to come down, and then you all like kind of move back. You got to move through the quickest way. Seems like a weird thing to be giving out first ribbons for. Yeah. So he's got a first <laughs> ribbon for that. He's got under ten. Oh wow, under ten's graduation day at baseball or at T ball. So that's so he's, just a participation he's one. one. That's a participation one. He's got a few Wentworth ribbons, and that was our house. And then we've got another first up here. Hold on, I got to get what, up. For what, this one. what color was Wentworth? Yellow, baby. Yeah. Oh, no, were you yellow? Yeah, but I was yellow. In no, so in school? high school I was blue. That's what confused me. I was yellow through two primary schools and high school. Ooh. Yeah. And then this yellow other gang. one. What is what the fuck? I can't even read this. It's so old. Year five. Oh, boys, tunnel ball. So he <laughs> he got tunnel ball and he got captain ball both in the one year. That's Drew's athletic prowess right there. That's so, that's so much better than what I thought they were going to be. I appreciate Bro. you reading that out. That is unreal, Drew. You need to get maybe your shit he keeps together. them up there as a meme. Like maybe nah, that's what it he's is. Not, he's not that self-aware. No, he's, he's proud of those. Drew, he needed tunnel ball. If they were something like, you know, like it's like year six cross country where he just was like straight stepping on falls, yeah. maybe. But like, bro, tunnel ball, captain ball, bros. Yeah, come on, bros. You're better than that. You're better than that. You are better than that. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, the under-17s like team photo for baseball, I cop that. That's yeah, cool. No, no, that's All right. right. That's cool. You know, that's only about five years. But um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a question mark. It's a <laughs> question a mark one. for sure. Is a, you have to bring it up when you see him next time, bro. That is rough. Fuck me. I hope he listens because I'm just going to get this text and random in the middle of the week to be like, you fucking roasted me for tunnel ball and captain ball. You dog. You, you deserve dog. it. But yeah, you deserve it. Why the fuck you got your ribbons still up, mate? You, you, got, a, you down, got a beautiful bro. you got a beautiful picture over here of your daughter and you've got year five fucking ribbons behind you. Like, <laughs> what is that about? Come on, son. <laughs> oh, can you ask him what was what he was more proud of having a daughter or getting first place in captain ball and tunnel ball in the same year. What was a higher the same year. It is. That's kind of like Giannis getting D point MVP in the same year. Like it's basically, the, it's kind of like Jordan. It's kind of like Bo Jackson. Yeah. Like bro, he, two he, different bro, he is the Bo Jackson of tunnel ball, captain ball of, <laughs> of 2011. Of 2011. Bro. 2011. If, if, if if they were Olympic sports in the 2012 games, bro, he would have been he would have been the hottest property. <laughs> Shoe in for gold, baby. Shoe, Shoe in, in for, for gold. gold, baby. It would have been big juicy to London. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine big juicy to London? Bro, oh he would have been there goodness. in the in the warm up tracksuit doing the tunnel ball practice. It would have been no. I mean, with his prowess, he probably would have been the flag bearer. He should have been really. He should have been really. He should like, have been. Fine, I huh? think it's. I think it's a national tragedy that he, he wasn't in the Olympic squad. <laughs> maybe for Brisbane. Maybe, maybe. he can coach that. Maybe because the host nation can nominate a sport to add to the Olympics. Bruh. I wonder which I one. Think, I wonder which one he prefers: tunnel ball or captain ball. I'll have to ask. Yeah. Him. Do you think? Do you think one was his preferred one? He just did one to stay fit in the off season of the other one. <laughs> Me personally, like I'm more of a captain ball guy. The tunnel ball thing. You couldn't always, you know, line the legs up properly, and then I'm too know, tall for tunnel ball. I think it kind of, I'd have to be at the very back. Yeah, for sure. Or you'd have to be like the first person, you know. Yeah, I'm normally and the then, anchor though. Yeah, hundred percent of the anchor. Bring it home strong. Bring it up the rear, son. Bring it up the <laughs> rear. But um, yeah, I think personally, like I'd be, 
I'll be a captain ball person. I'll be a yeah. captain ball. Maybe. Maybe maybe we'll have to go down the park. Once you're out of isolation, we'll get Drew together. Maybe we'll find a couple other mates and we'll go run some. We'll be like, hey Drew, run us through some captain ball drills, motherfucker. But wouldn't it be good? It would be that would be like taking Bradman down the nets. <laughs> wouldn't it? To just have just have an absolute master at work showing us how it's done. Wait, bro, just remember though, you don't want to meet your heroes. Okay. So let's uh let's bring the bring the anticipation back just a little bit, okay? Do you reckon uh, we should add that question to when we ask our guests if you could play Captain Wall or Tunnel Ball with anyone dead or alive, who would you choose? <laughs> we would get a lot of like, what the fuck is Captain Wall? Yeah, right. I don't know, right. And then and then we then we have to have like a five minute like instructional video on how oh. Captain Wall or Tunnel Ball is played. Yeah, I'd probably be actually. You know what? I'm not going to finish that sentence because that would have come across as racist. That I'm, I'm not racist. What were you going to say? No, no, I'm not going to finish that sentence. That's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> they, they, they may, may going to say seem like yeah. Asian dominated sports is is what I was going to allude to. You so, think those would be Asian dominated sports? Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. Why? What's your What's your reasoning on that? I just think that the mechanics of it, like it just, it just seems like they would be good at it, you know? So does, you, it, so you does think- it not seem like Asian people would be good at Captain Ball and Tunnel Ball? Like they're small, they're agile, they're, mm. they're all relatively the same size. They're, See, they're quick. I, I, I get what you mean. But Big Drewsy's a big fella and he still got first place. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but do you think he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a big fella back in the day? Yeah. That is true. I don't know. You you might be onto something there. So you so you reckon for the twenty what is it thirty two games that um, Brisbane's gearing up for? You reckon China's got their eyes set on the swimming, on the gymnastics, and, on and the, the captain, captain ball? Yeah. You reckon they're the three? Yeah, bro, that's the three. You reckon they've got like twelve year olds in the lab right now, just <laughs> optimizing how to play t- play captain ball? Literally in the lab, five aside, captain ball. I've got the rules and stuff here, so. We have to post him to the socials. Let the people know. <laughs> Let the people know the rules of Captain Ball. Yeah. Um, first shout, question shout is Captain Ball. Get sidetracked on that one. <laughs> first question is Captain Ball a sport? Yes. And the game lasts 20 minutes. After 10 minutes, it's halftime. What the hell? Wait, no, this is different. This is Captain's Ball. Oh, now I'm so confused. All right. Anyway. Let's move on. Let's go. Let's go to Boston. We'll, we'll try and find the rules and we'll post them up there. Yeah, shout we'll, out to Big Drew. Shout out to Big Drew. Hospitality, big man. Yeah, no, I appreciate. I appreciate you letting me spread COVID in your room. Um, that's that's been great. Um, but yeah, I will. Uh, I'm not going to say. I'm not going. I'm not going to say. I'm going to stop. I'm going to continue doing it. Um, so, Milwaukee and Boston. This, for me, this was the Christmas Day game. Like yeah. this was. This was it. This was the game. To, to watch. It was entertaining from start uh, to finish. It's probably this one and the game after this game. I was looking forward to that back-to-back. I Yeah, so I was looking forward to the next game more, and I think that's why I liked this game more because mm. Giannis came out of protocols and was supposedly on a minute restriction. Motherfucker played 30 minutes at 36-12-5. He killed and it, two, didn't he, Giannis? Two of the most beautiful blocks in the fourth quarter that we have maybe ever seen. Just proving that if he's not in contention for Depoy, then what the fuck is going on? He Giannis was so good. He was so yeah. hot. Yeah. This guy, he was so hot. Like it was a joke. He 100%. Oh, 
towards the end of the game, went looking for the ball in that huge basket just before the block. Yeah. Drew Holiday got caught up under the basket. He came screaming for the ball, came down there, big finish and one. Yeah. 25 seconds to take the free throw, but you know, it is what it is. No, nah, he's, he's down to like six seconds now. Nah, <laughs> this was a long, nah, this was OG Giannis. This is a long one. <laughs> OG Giannis, um, I love that. And then back on the other end, Tatum, man, what was he thinking? Bro, I don't know. He did that Ben Simmons play. He, you and know, as soon as it happened, you and off. I were texting, and it was like, "Yeah, you called it the Ben Simmons play." And I was like, "There was no way Giannis was going to contest that." Nah, there was no he way. He's not going to give up an N one. Nah, and Giannis had time to then adjust, <coughs> rotate, and then block Robert Williams. The third. Just end Robert Williams' life, bro. You got to go up harder than that. Yeah, you do. You're hundred percent. You do. It's hard when you're a six nine big man though. And yeah. you're going up against, you know, Giannis is big almost seven foot tall Giannis, who's the one A or one B of the league right now. I think we both firmly believe that it's Kevin Durant is one A, but it's it's a coin flip at this point because like Giannis brings it on the defensive end where KD doesn't, and then yeah. Giannis backs it up on the offensive end. Like, you know, what do you where do you go from there? I don't know, but it's just yeah, I don't know what that play was. I mean, Boston looked all right. Both of the Jays scored twenty five each. Um, pre- pretty inefficient though, really. Like, I don't know where you get more from them. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and this has been the gripe with them from the get go. I think their next level of evolution is learning to be playmakers and putting, putting players around them that they can play make too. I think that's the really big issue with them is that they don't really have, I mean, in this game, uh, three, six, uh, nine, ten. You know the Bucks went ten deep, but the the Celtics only went eight deep. Yeah, you know, shout, shout out to the Jabari Safari. He had nine and three with a steal, and the nine came back to back to back. So they were really struggling for offense. And Jabari Safari came out, hit two massive threes, and then had um a trip to the line after that. So it was like, it was really like they needed it desperately and they were getting really good production out of Peyton Pritchard, fucking who, um, but they were getting really good stuff out of him. Romeo Langford had a bit of a down game, um, but Marcus Smart had a good game. He had that lob as well. That was really yeah. nice to see. Um, the I, do, the I do think if, I do think if the guys that Boston were missing played, they probably would have won this. Guys like Big Al Horford, Schroeder, even Jay Richardson, um, CJ. Yeah, I think if those guys were in, it probably swings this game. Because as you said, they would have supplied more offense. Mm. Schroeder and Al Horford didn't get a bit of a run. Big Iso Joe, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised Iso Joe didn't get a little bit of a run. Only because like they looked really stagnant at some points. And and Iso Joe, like he not only, you know, creates his own shot, the the man's nickname is fucking Iso Joe, but he can he can create a shot for somebody else. And regardless of him being, you know, 47 years old, you still have to like contest him, right? So are you more impressed with playing minutes? Iso Joe or Udonis Haslam? Udonis Haslam has been in the league for like 22 years. I'm more impressed with you, Donis Haslam. Than yeah, so am I, really. Like, you'd think, you'd be like, oh, God, he's been retired for a few, but like, he's been playing in the big three and he's yeah, a guard. Exactly. He's, always, he's, he's always been able to move. Donis Haslam's basically like a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah the fact he's got eight that's points. Good. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good rip. But um, mm. people like, people like Iso Joe coming back into the league, lit, like, makes me believe that someone like Jamal Crawford's coming back soon. Like and that'd Ooh, be that's a good shout actually. That'd be sick. Like get Jay Crossover back in because I'm sure. Give me Nick Young. 
yeah, Nick Young. Like, I'm sure those guys, they still got buckets in them. J.R. Smith. Like, I'm sure J.R. Smith. they don't, they think they do. Yeah, well, I mean, they can still spot up in the corner. Jamal Crawford yeah, is, still the, is still the record holder for most four-point plays in a career. Mm, there's been some inefficient games, though, lately with these with these who. Yeah, there has been there's some been, games. been some tough games to watch. Some more minutes, though, that were really good for the Bucs, though. Demarcus Cousins, like, he, his last, like, three games, he put up, I think, 18-22, and then he had this 9-8 and eight game, and he only mm. played 17 minutes, like, and that was because Boston... Boston's not a team that you can really play big against because they're small. Like, they play Jay yeah. Tatum at the power forward a lot and, and Brown at the small forward a lot. Like, they... They're not a very big team. So you gotta, you know, you gotta run with Bobby Portis then. And and Bobby Porter still gave you 16 and 10. Good he had a great game there. off the bench, too. Yeah, he had a great game. You know, the big three had a good game. Grayson Allen had a bit of an off game. Dante DiVincenzo, it was his first game back in like over a year. Um, and Wesley Matthews. Bro, that Holy was Matthews shit. three. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And Ooh. guys like that as well make me think that like JR Smith, because JR Smith can come in and hit that three. He could do that. Yeah, I don't know what he does for the fucking 24 minutes before that, though. Well, I mean, Wesley Matthews only played 18 minutes. I reckon you would get, you could get a good 15 minutes out of J.R. Smith. Yeah. You could get a good we'll 15 say, minutes. We, we, we might be down to that point soon by the time this airs. 100%. 100%. I mean, you got guys like Brandon Knight coming back into the league. We're waiting for our boy Dante to come back, but I mean, he obviously signed in Barcelona. Yeah, it's unlucky for Dante. We're touching on this off air where it's like if he had just held out for a month, right? Mm. Two months? Yeah. Six weeks? Yeah, he'd be on an NBA roster right now. Hundred percent, he would. I think be. so. I think for sure he would be. Like, you'd put, like Dallas would have looked at him before, um, before Brandon Knight, right? You would have thought so because he gives you so much on the defensive end. He may not give you the offense that you. And he's, he was playing on an NBA roster last year. Exactly. And, and he's just played in the Olympics. Like he's exactly. got that game shape. He's got yeah. Exactly. I don't know. So, but yeah, for me, for me, this is Christmas Day game. I mean, it was. It was fantastic to watch. It was nail biting down to the very end, like that. That Jason Tatum fuck up that then ended in the fast break and the Wesley Matthews three to put the Bucks up by one. There was forty seconds left to go. Like it was, yeah, it was gripping t- end to end. That Tatum thing is tough though, mate. That is not what you want to be doing. Nah, not at all. And it's, it's. I mean, it's just the next level of his progression. Friend of the podcast, Dave. He often says that he thinks that Tatum came back like too big, and he's really struggling to like adjust to the size of his body. And I get that, but he's never been a fantastic passer. Like he's a decent passer now. He's he's up around, you know, five assists mm. a game. You know who else passes the ball five assists a game and he's four inches taller? Giannis. Yeah, I think I think he was just so concerned about making the right play there that he overthought it. I yeah, think and everybody that's, that's that was it. watching knew the right play was just to go up. Exactly. Because, because he was going to hit that. And it's like, worst case, he gets up there and hits the shot. Mm. Best case is he could draw the end one. And I don't think there was any way Giannis was jumping for that. Like, nah. I think Giannis only jumped because he adjusted and had the straight up angle on um, Williams. If I want a 6'9 guy in a Boston Celtics jersey to jump, it's not Robert Williams. It's it's Jason Tatum. That's the yeah, guy that I'd I want to jump. Tatum, I'd rather have Tatum do it. Because he's I got mean, six that's... more inches of vert that, you know, that's six mm. inches that Giannis may potentially not be able to get to. Or or Tatum can contort his body and, and do it a different way. I mean, Plus, I, I do think the game plan was that, on that was no fouls. Exactly. They ran, they ran them off the three-point line to mm. run them down low. And I think they were hap- they, they would have happily given up a two. Yeah, for sure. I think they would have. And I think Tatum would have got that. And then who knows? Mm. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. All right. Well, any more points on on this, my friend? No, that's good. But man, the the Bucks are looking. They're looking real good. The Bucks. And so you were interesting right. You were start right. I heard this earlier. game right. Interesting start. I heard this game. They have the exact same record they had at Christmas last year. That's crazy. It doesn't so feel after like that, all does it? the shit that the Bucks have gone through yeah. at the beginning of this year. They still don't have Brooke Lopez. They've only played. I think it's like 15 of their of their 29 games have been with their big three, and they're 13 and two in those games. It's it's ridiculous, and they're just getting guys back like the big ragu. Um, mm. It's ridiculous to to think. Yeah, and I mean, you've been on you've been on that bandwagon all year. You're right on them. You you've been pretty hard on you you you've been pretty hard for them all year. Bucks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, it's 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 really good to see. It's really good to see from the Bucks and and uh you know, I really hope that they keep keep going. Um so moving on to Phoenix and Golden State. This was a hot game. This was also a hot game. This but was a tell, fucking hot game. Tell me your thoughts about this game, my friend. Steph is fucking unbelievable. He is. Steph is just like 33, 4, 6, and 3 steals. Yeah. Steph is unbelievable. And they got the win. Um, yeah. I just, Kaminga played all right. I like mm-hmm. I like seeing him improve, even though it means the fucking Warriors are going to be good for another 10 years. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, the Warriors are just good. They just, they played like the Bucks did, where they just, it was close, definitely, but they definitely did assert their dominance at points. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, this team, what can't they do? And, like, Gary Payton, like the the glove junior, the mitten, the mitten. He um he had fourteen points. I don't think he scored fourteen points combined before tonight or before that night. Nah, he did. I hate to, I hate to uh, put you on blast here, but he's actually he's worked himself into the rotation really really well, and he's since starting he's averaging close to thirteen and a half a game. Like he's really yeah. His offense just doesn't look like it could generate that, but. It was, I think it was the game before this. He had 21 on four for four made That's threes. crazy to me. That's crazy yeah. that he, that Gary Payton, the second, the second, not junior, could <laughs> score fucking 21 points in a game. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Um, Draymond the, Green had a good game, though. Eight with eight rebounds, 10 assists, three steals, three blocks. Yeah, he had a fantastic game. And Otto Porter Jr. won this game for them. He had a stretch there where he scored 10 straight points when it was really tight in the fourth quarter and Steph was being doubled and you couldn't get you couldn't get production out of most other guys. But then Otto Porter Jr. came out and hit 10 straight points, two really big threes, one from the corner and played like his 29 minutes were just good minutes all the way around. Like he got some really timely offensive rebounds as well. Like he's played himself into this team and he's just like a shit Andrew Wiggins. And that's crazy <laughs> to say. But that's what they that's that's what they need. It's weird to think yeah. that Wiggins didn't play this game either. Exactly. Or Jordan's basically full strength um Phoenix team. Phoenix team. Exactly. So the Warriors were missing something like 45 regular season points with the guys that they had out. And they still ended up getting this done. Yeah, because you got Paul Wiggins, Iguodala didn't play, but I don't think that means too much. But they no, went but ten deep as well, guys. Damian Lee, he's another mm-hmm. guy that like gets you a three as soon as you need it. They were throwing out guys like fucking Quindary Weatherspoon. Who? Who? Juan Toscano Anderson. Now Juan Tosc- JTA, I've been watching for a while now. He's a fucking, he's a freak. He's actually really, really good. He's also like a really shit 
Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> but it's the system that they run. Where's number ninety five? Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a that's a stretch. <laughs> He's probably born in ninety five. To be fair, probably doesn't mean he should do it. <laughs> that's what I used to do in two K. I'm not gonna lie. I used really? to throw the I used to throw the old ninety five on the back. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, as you said, basically a full strength um. Phoenix team. I mean, they had Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Chris Paul was top scorer for them with 21, but they had pretty decent scoring all the way through. Well, no, only- one, no one else scored over 20. Nah. It was only Chris Paul. Closest was Aiton on 18. Yeah, and, and they were feeding Bridges, him early. Yeah, and Bridges had 17. You could tell they were trying to get Aiton hot. Yeah, and I mean, that's the way to beat the Warriors, right? you got to beat them inside. Kevon Looney's yeah, not going to give you too much Especially with no Wiseman, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But Devin Booker having 13 points in 40 minutes, that's not good enough. You can't, you can't do that. You've got to be better than that, I think. Um, and it just, it kind of showed in the, I mean, the field goal percentage was pretty high. The The Suns really struggled from, from deep, but again, there was only like 2% in the difference. Like it was, yeah, it wasn't that much. And both teams were moving the ball really well. I mean, they both had over 20 assists. Like it was just, I don't know what it was. Like Devin just didn't really have it going. He didn't, not that he had wide open shots or anything like that, but that, that's what the big difference seems. Devin Booker shot five from 19. Mm. If Devin Booker shoots at his average, this is probably a different game. Probably. probably. Now, of course, if Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole play, possibly it's a different game again. Yeah. But they're so reliant on, yeah, they have great ball movement, the Suns, but there are definitely plays there where they run a play and it's like, Devin, just go, go find a bucket. Mm. I don't know if I don't know if it would have been all that different if Devin's playing to his average though, because Mikhail played above his average. He, yeah, you he are doesn't right. usually yeah. go for 17. Yeah. Um he also didn't like hold Steph to anything like really shit. Like Steph still went for 33. I mean, sure, he only shot like five of eighteen from deep, but we've said this before. Steph makes a five of eighteen game look really good. Like yeah. and that's that's just the level of prowess that Stephen Curry has. So yeah. it's um yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But uh, as you said, another very, very good game. And I mean, Steph was doing Steph was doing some crazy shit. Like he was, you know, back to normal Steph of like hitting behind, like right on top of screens and and having his legs taken out from underneath him and not being called for anything. And it's just like when Steph's got it cooking like that. And did you know before this game he had never scored twenty plus on a Christmas Day game? I only heard that during the broadcast. he had played. He had played in six, and his highest score was 17. So finals games and Christmas Day games, he just can't do. Finals games, he's fine. He's got fucking plenty of championships. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you, leave, you leave my boy. The finals away. MVP, though, you know. Oh, he was robbed. You and I, we've been um, over this before. We're not going over it again. We're not doing this again. LeBron was robbed. LeBron was robbed, but uh, we're not doing this again. Do you think again. after watching these two games that Milwaukee and the Warriors are the two finals bound teams? Um, sadly, I don't know. Maybe last week I would have said yes, but I just think with, with everything that's going on, obviously with COVID and like, we haven't seen the nets yet at their full capacity. I'm not saying that we've seen the bucks at their full capacity. And I mean, we haven't seen the warriors at their full capacity, but I don't think you can discredit the suns. Um, the Grizzlies are making a decent run. And, and they've proven that they can, like, get it done in the playoffs as well. Like, they had that playing game against against the Warriors and the Lakers, and then they had, like, a proper – like, stole a proper game from the mm. um, from Utah. 
So, I mean, they've proven that they can get it done. I, I still don't believe in Utah. Um, no. But yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks and the Nets would be the favorite in the East for me, and then those three teams would be the favorite in the West. I don't know if I can na- narrow it down though. No, I think for me it would probably be those two teams. That's what I'm stuck on at the moment. I think Phoenix, mm. as good as they are, they have to play almost a perfect game to beat the Warriors like they did. Mm. As you said, where everyone went off, Bridges locked down Steph. Um, if they, if one of those things don't happen, if Bridges locks down Steph and they don't go off, I think it's going to be hard. If they go off and Bridges can't lock him down, it's going to be hard. And this is all not knowing what we're getting back from Clay. This is exactly it. Like, and if Clay comes back and is unreal, and if Wiseman comes back and is unreal, then yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All right, well, moving on. Um, two other massive powerhouses in each conference. The Lakers and the Nets. This was also a very good game. It's a very good game to be Australian. Uh, Patty Mills, holy yeah, big Patty Mills game. Patty Mills. It was like he was he was being uh, uh, almost said something bad. Then he was being Australian Jordan. He was he was being outback Jordan. He was absolutely killing it. He set a record for Christmas Day threes or tied a record at least with eight made Christmas day threes. Holy shit. And he shot them efficiently too. It was like eight of like 11. He I do love seeing him get, be aggressive like this. Yeah. It's fun, isn't it? It's massive. Like it's so, it's so something good. that he never really got to do. Or if he did it on the Spurs, it was a much, much smaller scale. Mm. It's been great seeing him just go ham. Especially against like, he's never had a playmaking guard like James Harden to just give him the ball. Yeah. Like he's never had that. Um, I mean, he had Tony Parker for a while, but he wasn't getting the minutes or volume than what he's getting now. So it's been, it's been fantastic to see. And I mean, speaking of Jimmy Harden, 36, 10 and 10, he did it efficiently as well. Vintage Harden this game. Yeah, it was, it was vintage Harden. And to do that after being off for like, I think the broadcast was saying 17 days, 17 days and missing like six games. And then just to come out and drop 36, 10 and 10, that's unheard of. And that just reminded me of how good James Harden is. Like, it was just such, if, such a good game. If the Nets can have Harden playing like this and then add Durant in, this is what they signed up for. 100%. Two top 10 guys in the league. Yeah, it's exactly what they signed up for. And it's beautiful to see it. I mean, the rest of the starters contributed too. I mean, you got 6'5", Bruce Brown playing the fucking small forward. He gave you 16, 4, and 6 as well. DeAndre Brembury, he he played well. Nicholas Claxton, the box score doesn't tell you how good Nick Claxton was. absolutely yammed on the Kang too. Oh, bro, he gave it to the Kang. He absolutely gave it to the Kang. But the box score doesn't tell you how good this game was for Nick Claxton. I mean, he was in, like, he stopped the Lakers from being able to, like, go big as well. I mean, you look at this. Dwight Howard was the only center that touched the floor for the Lakers. He played for six minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. He didn't leave with an injury. He just played for six minutes. You got 40 minutes out of LeBron. You got 39 out of Melo and 35 out of Malik Monk. Those being your three tallest guys at any given moment and having to run center is scary to me. Like, this team just can't go small. They can't go small. They're not, no, they don't they're have not small young enough. Center. But they're also not young enough. Like, LeBron's minutes at small ball center have been good. And LeBron, like, this is not LeBron's fault. We've seen this with LeBron before. He had 39, 9, and 7 with three steals. And over his last five games, all of them have been losses. Over his last five games, he's been averaging 32 points, 
10 rebounds and five assists per game. Them's Giannis numbers, which is crazy to say now that I've just said that out loud. That those Normally Giannis back numbers. in the day, if LeBron had a 40-piece, it's a dub. Bro, it's a massive There's no dub. way LeBron loses getting a 40-piece. No, no, not at all. But it's... Yeah, it's it's tough to see because um, you had Westbrook go four for twenty. He still had a triple double. Yeah, he had a triple double and shot twenty percent from the field. Sounds like Westbrook, doesn't it? Four for twenty. Like, let that sink in. And he was supposedly your second best player. He had a great game out of Mello, seventeen and eleven. And Malik Monk had twenty points and looked really, really good at some point. Malik Monk looks fantastic. Mm. And and Stanley Johnson getting a 10-day after not being in the league for maybe a year. Or actually, no, he got a 10-day at the Bulls and then got COVID. So properly, being properly in the league for maybe a year. It was, Stanley Johnson, that said he was in LeBron, it was Stanley Johnson that said he was in LeBron's head, didn't he? When he was on the Pistons? Yeah, I think so. In a playoff series? I think so, yeah. And then LeBron, fuck it. I think Detroit won him. game one because LeBron always loses game one so he can, like, size you up. Yeah. And then... Stanley Jones was like, yeah, I'm in his head. And then yeah, LeBron not. just oosted him for the next four games. Like, <laughs> oosted him out of the league, oosted him. <laughs> um, and now they're playing together, so that's cute. They come at the Kang like that. LeBron's done that a few times, though. Mm. LeBron just, just puts you in submission that you end up playing for him. Guys yeah. like Lance Stevenson, now Stanley Johnson. Yeah, like, There's been a few I'm trying to think of over the years, but there have been ones where he's just absolutely killed him. And it's like... Okay, yeah, I'll come play for you now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, did he do it to J.R. Smith? Or were they always boys? It might have been boys. Avery, I keep thinking Avery Bradley, but it was Jason Terry he murdered on that dunk. Yeah, Jason Terry murdered on that dunk. But he, was, he gave it to Avery Bradley, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they had that Boston-Miami Boston rivalry going on, so mm-hmm. like that kind of makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, this was another really good game. It was a tie game at the very end. And then the Lakers just didn't have the legs. Like LeBron looked gassed. I mean, gassed. Like he was Do you blame fucked, him? bro. No, I don't blame him. I don't. The man's like averaging the most minutes in the league right now. And he's like 40. So that's really tough. But it's like, actually he's legitimately 37, but it's, it's tough to see. And I mean, uh, interesting stuff that I heard, the Brooklyn Nets have the best away record. They advanced to, I think it was 13 and two. Wow. Like that's, that's pretty great. That's, yeah, that is good. Yeah. To, to have also, a worse Cam Thomas didn't home. play as well. No, nah, he didn't play. A bunch <laughs> of these guys obviously the still in. The Klansmen. Nah, a bunch of these guys <laughs> are still obviously in um, COVID yeah. protocols. I mean, they signed Langston Galloway to uh, a 10 day. Um, I think he's played there before. So that's like, that's kind of a bonus. Yeah, signing so because I think he, he was part of that. That D-Lo um, Nets team. Yeah, yeah. So he obviously knows how they run. But, um, I mean, yeah, to get this to get this big win without Kevin Durant, but just imagine if KD was there. This Lakers team would have folded like an armchair. Or even as if, it, if they had Cam Thomas or Joe Harris adding something, like the Marcus Aldridge has been playing well all year. But yeah. Lamar, so like anyone, like they won comfortably anyway. I don't think anyone thought the game was as close as what the score ended up being. Yeah. But yeah. Um, they won comfortably. Imagine if, yeah, they had, they had just one more person giving us anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, we're rolling on to the final day of Christmas um, Day games. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch this one. I was a little all basketballed out and I put the ashes on. 
Um, but it seemed to be a pretty interesting game between Utah and Dallas. Um, this is not going to be a get Luca help pod. This is a get Kristaps help because get Jalen Brunson help. Yeah, yeah, get Jalen Brunson help. But I mean, pretty good game from Jalen Brunson, 27, 2, and 6, and then 27, 9, and 3 from, from Porzingis. The thing that worries me, Utah's supposed to be this fantastic defense, right? How the fuck are you giving up 17 points to Frank Niakino? That yeah. brother can't that brother can't play offense. He's a defensive guy. How are you giving that up? How are you giving 10 points up to Brandon Knight, who hasn't been in the league for Shout out to Brandon Knight. Years? Welcome back. DeAndre Jordan oost him out of the league. He did oost him out of the league. So, was t- no, Blake Griffin, was it? No, it was DJ. It was DJ? It was DJ. Bro, I can't remember. Bro, oh, trust I, me, it was DJ. I remember the staying face. I remember the staying face. Was it off a of Blake Griffin lob? Uh, Chris Paul, I believe. Send it okay. upstairs. Because I remember I always used to I always used to love watching the big fella get lobbed to by Blake Griffin. Yeah. They were yeah. always the best ones. Yeah, they were the best ones. The, the big to big lob. But um, yeah, Brandon Knight absolutely was out of the league after that. But I mean, you got pretty good production from Dallas. They um obviously just didn't have it in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter was their worst quarter. They came out firing though. And you love they to went see eleven that. deep as well, actually. They did go, yeah, they did play Charlie deep. Brown Jr. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charlie Brown Jr. But um, I mean, you had the, you had the, uh, you had the age old. It's, it, it's really funny to me and kind of ironic that Utah is not being hit by COVID protocols all that much. Considering that Rudy Gobert like started all of this. You would think. Well, I don't that, think that was his fault. That wasn't his fault, but you know what I mean? Like you yeah. would think that you would hope that. Not hope. You don't hope it on anybody, but you know what I mean? But you had, you know, you had 33 from Spider. You had 25 from Bojan, 22 from Mike Conley Jr. Conley had a good fucking game, 22 and seven. Yeah, Jingles was doing his thing, getting a ball around Hassan Whiteside, nine and seven off the bench. You know, you had your, your regular 10 and 11 from Moody Clarkson grabbed eight boards too. But the thing I love about this Utah team is that no one played over 35 minutes. Mm. You, you're able to rest guys in game. You can't do that as the Lakers. Like we had three guys, thirty-seven minutes or more. So yeah, you know where are supposed mean, to go with that. That's and as you said, with with Utah not being hit with COVID protocols, I think they're going to have an even better record if they can if they can piece a few of these wins together when teams are decimated. Mm, yeah, for sure. And then they they're going to end up with the, the third seed, probably not not quite the second. Everyone yeah, for going, sure. Oh yeah, Utah again this year, and then they'll choke again in the playoffs. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, but I, mean, I think we're both predicting that they'll choke pretty the hard. The fact in the they gave up, yeah, the fact they gave up one hundred and sixteen to this Dallas team, missing Luca, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Maxi Kleber is crazy. And, Reggie and they're missing, and missing Dorian Finney-Smith. He's not a big scorer, but he is an important part of that team. It's your fucking corner three, but I know it's crazy that they gave up. You know that they only won by four when they have their full team against Dallas's B team. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That is a little bit crazy. Lots of fouls in this too. Both teams went to the line 35 plus times. Jesus, old school. That's crazy. Explains where some of the points came from then. Yeah, it does. Lots of turnovers in this game too, 14 and 13 respectively. So, I mean, it was played pretty well up and down from what I can tell. Um, But yeah, Spider just being Spider. Um, I saw a report come out today saying, you know, not comparing resumes, but Donovan Mitchell is the most talented guy to come out of Utah. And you know what? I probably believe it. 
Ever? Talent? Yeah. Who's been in the league for three years and is already and like it's I don't think that I think solidified that's... as his team. <laughs> like out of Utah ever. Talent. Yeah. I don't understand. No, that's just not true. Early nineties, you got a white guy that can pass a ball around. Right. Early nineties, mid nineties, late nineties. You got John Stockton, you got Carl Malone, both who I think are better than Donovan Mitchell. You reckon when it's all said and done that Donovan Mitchell's not going to be as good as O2? He might be at the moment. He's certainly not. I don't, I, I'm saying. Do you like, think? Okay, okay. Let me put it in this way then. I'm saying all time Donovan, he's going to be current, the best. Current Donovan Mitchell plays on the 1991 Utah Jazz. Does he get selected for the dream team? Current Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's like a fucking. He's a visionary. Nah, you're so bro. That's not right at all. What do you mean? Nah, Donovan. Dude, nah. dude plays defense, hits threes, and drives like fucking Dwayne Wade. Nah. Are you kidding me? No, not at all. There's no way he makes. I reckon it. he gets picked you're over right. like Clyde Drexler or someone. Okay, does he get picked over either of the Utah guys? No, nah, not over either of the Utah guys. Exactly. No way. No, 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 yeah, no, no, not over. I, Utah I don't guys. think he'll end up being. I don't think he'll have. I don't think you'll have the finals appearances. I don't think you'll have the longevity. Um, I don't think you'll overtake either of those Utah guys. I think you'll be firmly up there. But when they talk about the Utah greats, it'll be Malone, Stockton, and Spider. I think it would depend if he stays there his whole career. If he stays there his whole career, I think he will overtake them. If he doesn't, then no, he won't. Because, you know, you've got a career's worth. Because we don't talk Mm -hmm. about... Carl Malone at the Lakers. That's that didn't happen. Um, yeah, but it, if he's not there, he's if he's there his whole career, then you may as well call it the Utah Donovans. Nah, see, I don't think so. I think it's going to take a lot to overtake those two guys. Those this guys are still got like fifteen years to go in the league minimum. I don't minimum. know if we have as much longevity as much longevity as people say. You know, because he does remind me a lot of Dwayne Wade. I know Dwayne Wade had the knee stuff in college. I think there's a big, like when that athleticism starts to decline, we're really going to notice it with Spider. I don't think he's got the other. He, I don't think he's got the other strings to his bows that a few of the other guys have. But I think he's being really smart about it because he's not. You don't see a highlight from Spider all that often. Maybe once every two weeks in terms of a dunk. Mm. Otherwise, it's like a it's a it's a buzzer beating three. Like he's not. He's not attacking the rim like he was in his rookie year. I think that he's seen those guys that have knee issues and he's got Dwayne Wade in his ear now and he's just like, dude, you need to work on your shooting because your shooting is going to be the ticket to you being an all-time great. And I think if he can do that, if he, if, if he could do a Vince Carter route where, you know, he's a high-flying explosive scorer to start with, mm. transition transitions into a guy off the bench who can hit threes, mm. sure. But I think it's, that transition is going to be massive. I don't know. I don't, don't think his game... Um, can be stretched out as well as Stockton or Malone's can be. Whereas like Stockton could have played forever, really. Yeah. Like yeah. he was doing a pick and roll and shooting top of the arc threes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. fair. I guess that's fair. But I think we'll agree to disagree. I think that I, I think that Donovan will be I mean if he plays not fifteen draw card. years, keeps making the playoffs every year and drop, like averaging, you know, mid twenties, then sure. But I don't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Christmas Day MVP, it's got to be Giannis, right? Yeah, Giannis for me. 36, 12, and 5. Like, it's got to be. And those two massive blocks. Like, the only person that comes close for me is James Harden. 
but yeah. he he didn't seemingly have as big of an impact as what Giannis like Giannis won that game for them. Whereas I would argue that Patty Mills won the game for the for the Nets. So um, you know, it's yeah, for me, for me it's gotta be it's gotta be Giannis as well. Um moving on, the Lakers have come out and said that they're not gonna extend IT any further um on a second 10-day contract, but they did sign two years after the fact. Two years after the fact, they signed Darren Collison and then they finally also got their man, the long game. The long game. And then they also signed Stanley Johnson. So as I said, Stanley Johnson. In your head. In the, Stanley in your head, Johnson. Stanley in your head. The, the Stanimal, they call him. Um, he's only 25. So, you know, he's probably played himself onto a... He, it's he crazy really how he's only defense. 25. I remember when he got drafted. Yeah. It was like exactly. 10 years ago he got drafted. It does feel like 10 years ago he got drafted. But it's... Uh, I mean, it's good to see. I'm glad he's back in the league. Um, he would be a terrific, like, small ball four now. He's a, he's a good defender. He can yeah. hit a wide open three. Like he'd be a great small ball four now. I think he I think he can definitely parlay this into a extended career. Yeah. I think I think like we say he's 25 so he's been in a league what 8 years? Mm. 6 years, 7 years? Something like that, right? Between say say 7, right? Yeah. Um if you have if he has a birthday this year. But if he's Seven. If he's been here seven years, the league has changed in the last seven years. Mm, yeah. If you think about that, 2014 to 2015, 2016 is when it really started changing. Mm. If he can come back now, a few yeah. few different things that he can do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I just think around. I think a guy that you could really comp for him is uh, you mentioned it before, Dorian Finney-Smith. I think he's uh, I think he's just a more athletic version of Dorian Finney-Smith. He just he's got really long arms. He can get out in front of you. He's got great lateral quickness. And he can hit a corner three, and that's all you need him to do. He's 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 in that mold of, like as you said, Dorian Finney-Smith, OG Ananobi, mm. back in the day, um, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. Yeah, like just yeah. these like athletic, like Defenders. even Barnes. Like I thought Barnes up in Toronto would be a bit like this, but he's so much smarter and he's so much more fluid on offense. Yeah, yeah. Like and he's, he's way more of a playmaker. Exactly. And I think you get so many, like, and he reminds me of both the Bridges boys. Mm, yeah. Like, and it's, it's, he's one of the guys that had, had the physical size and the motor, but didn't quite have the IQ. Yeah. Someone like a Miles Bridges has the physical tools, the motor, and the IQ. Yeah. Because so yeah. many times teams will take a punt on the athletic wing and go, we can teach him the basketball shit. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes you just can't. And he's, yeah. to me, he sums that up with my kid Gilchrist, where you're like, we'll just get the guy who's an athletic freak who can do whatever he wants on the floor, but he just yeah. he just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And it just seems yeah. to be really hard to teach them what to do. And that's, and I mean, that's played Michael Kid Gilchrist and played him out of the league, whereas Stanley yeah. Johnson is still young enough to be Yeah, the, the age thing is completely different too. And I think, yeah. I think we're at it now where, where teams are very good at finding guys and being like, this is your role. Mm, and guys yep. are being like, like they might be like to him, okay, well, you're, you're not a great playmaker. Your offensive stuff does leave a lot to be desired. So you're going to defend and you are going to hit corner threes and we're yep. going to pay you this much money to do it. Teams yep. would be okay from that. They're going to expect exactly that. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. Completely agree. And last little bit of news. Uh, it looks like Greg Monroe is going to sign a 10-day with the T-Wolves. I mean, they need this help at tough. center. Chat about Al Jefferson the other day. Greg Monroe coming back. 
I don't know about the T-Wolves. He, he's going to shoot the ball fucking more times than Cat will. I guarantee you. First game back, he's going to shoot more than Cat. Yeah, I mean, Cat's in protocols right now, so they need some help yeah. at the center there. They I need know. something. I know. Um, so, I don't know if Greg Munro is your answer, but he's not a guy ex- I would have expected to be signing a new NBA deal. Moose Munro, welcome back. Yeah, the old Moose. I remember when he was a big deal for Milwaukee signing him. Mm. Mm, welcome back. He's a big free agent from the Pistons there. He was. He was a massive free agent. He was like the baby Andre Drummond. And then just They're going to pair him with Jabari Parker to the future. The future. Now look at the future. Oh, they were talking tough, about that man. a lot in the uh, in the Boston game, actually. Jabari drafted number two to Milwaukee. Plagued with knee injuries. I was like, oh. Mm. Don't the do same like knee. That. The same double ACL and the same knee. Yeah, it's tough. It's been, tough, man. He was good. There. He would have been... I think, and people, like I've seen a lot of discourse around Jabari and it's like, like the first thing people say is, oh, the injuries robbed him. And then the second thing people say is, oh, no, it's because he said that one time that they don't play him to, uh, they don't pay him to play defense. Yeah. It's because of the knee injuries. It's a little bit oh, Camilla didn't play defense. Camilla made like $200 million. True. <laughs> NBA teams don't give a fuck about defense if you can score 30. Yeah. It's exactly. like at that point, it's just a bonus. Yeah. But like, I think most understanding people got what he meant. He yeah. just said it in a horrific way. <laughs> Bro, that's something Jabari to do with, can I, so, do. Well, Jabari went to Simeon High School, right? Mm. And so did Derek Rose because they're both like standout Chicago players. Yep. Fucking teach those boys some PR, please. Yeah. <laughs> those two boys are some of the dumbest in front of the mics I've ever seen. Also, the next prospect to come out of Simeon High School, if he does an ACL, then there's something wrong with that school. Yeah. I guarantee there's been more since then because that's like, you remember that ESPN 30 for 30 Benji? Mm, yeah. He went to Simeon. That's what that's yeah, about. Yeah, true. That's where he went. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, it's obviously a massive um, school. Like, yeah, yeah, huge, huge. Also, talking about massive, our case bet, my friend. Yes, today's the day that we uh, that we hash it out. <laughs> now, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is that both played and both scored points. The bad briefly. News is the bad news is neither of them really scored more than the other. Yeah, they, I know. They both, I game, they both had a game of 19 each. They then both had a game of uh, Lonzo scored 19 and Vusi scored 18. And then the yeah. latest game, uh, Lonzo sat out and Vusi had 16. So, He's in protocols now, Lonzo. Yeah. So I think we're just going to have to wait until – and we're going to pick a we're going to pick a game – and because I don't want to win like that, okay. I don't want to yep. win. I don't want to win like that. You want to win fair? I understand it. I want to win fair and square. So when Lonzo's out of protocols, we're just going to pick a game, and that's going to be the game that, who no matter who scores more out of them two, that's the case bet done. Uh, you okay with that, my friend? I'm okay. When do we want to choose? Further down the track, once protocols. We'll choose further down the track once we know when Lonzo's coming out. Yep. We'll uh, we'll pick one on the on the next pod maybe. Okay, and then we'll go. I'm gonna look for a game in the small center. 
Yeah. <laughs> when do they play the Lakers? <laughs> no, we're not picking the Lakers game. Actually, the Lakers game is when they tied. They both had 19 that game. Yeah, I just saw that. I saw that had the same, and I was like, yeah, this seems about fucking right, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, unless you have anything more, I'm uh, I'm all tapped out. I'm all tapped out with information. I'm all tapped out too. I think we're getting there. We've all been um, we've been tired. You can hear it. You can hear yeah. it. We're getting through. Yeah, you can hear it. You can hear it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us again. We really appreciate it. Um, it's going to be another week until our next one. Next one will be the next Tuesday show as well. Um, and we're looking at the end of January to come back to to the full two weeks. Uh, end of January, start of February, full two per week. So um, we'll go. We'll go from there, my friends. Um, you can find us at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram and on Twitter. And Lachlan, where can they leave us a voice message? At Anchor.fm forward slash Fifth and Dribble. Lovely. All right, my friend. Wash your hands. Use the dead oil. All that shit. And uh, I will. See uh, otherwise, you end up like Maddie P. Yeah, I'll see you in a week. We'll see you in a week. Happy.